Dear listeners, Sairam and greetings from Prashantinilam. Welcome to a series, Trist with Divinity, offering you conversations with people who have been touched by the love of Bhagwan Baba. Today, we bring you the second part of the conversation with author and Poppy Hillcott, a very senior and honored side couple from Australia. Author has been coming to Swami for more than three decades and has held various important offices in the Sai organization. In the year 1983, Baba appointed him as the chairman of the first Sai Center in Queensland, Australia. Later, in 1986, Swami selected him to be the chairman of the Central Council in Australia. In 1990, he became the central coordinator for the Sai organizations in New Zealand, Fiji and Pacific Islands. After he had served in this position for several years, crisscrossing the continents, giving talks and organizing various Sai activities, in 2004, Swami appointed him as a senior advisor to the Prashanti Council, the body which oversees the activities of the international Sai organization. Besides this, for several years, author was the chairman of the Christmas committee which organizes the celebration of Christmas in Prashanti Nilayam. He was in Prashanti Nilayam again in the month of December 2011 and this conversation was recorded a couple of days after the Christmas celebration. In the first part of this interview, author and Poppy shared about the journey to Swami and how the Lord has been guiding and protecting them even as they were deeply involved with organizational work. In today's episode, author and Poppy go on to narrate some more instances of his love and grace they have experienced in their lives and also how by his grace they had the opportunity to meet many spiritual masters who helped them in their spiritual quest. So, over now to author and Poppy Hillcott. At one time, I went for a walk and I got severe pain and uh, very severe pain and I had to sit down at the side of the road <laughs> I was very fortunate a lady came along and said do you need a lift home and I said yes and she took me home but uh, I went uh, to a doctor and they gave me some treatment and a spray to take and that was uh, all right but I'd have to go for something more permanent. And uh, I thought that I would go to a meeting. I had to go to the meeting in New Zealand. And uh, Swami set the whole scene up for a start because I said uh, to Poppy, I said, you know, I think I should talk to the chairman over there and get him to put this doctor up uh, and get some good work out of him. He's a good man. And so I had to go over for this meeting. But three days uh, after I'd said that to Bobby, the uh, chairman sent me an email saying, Arthur, if you don't mind, I'd like to put this doctor up and get some more work out of him. Mm. Where did you put him up to, on the Central Council? Yes, on the Central Council, and then uh, 
in charge of uh, education. Mm. But I thought that uh, I'd be all right at the meeting. And so I had the spray in my pocket. I took it out and I held it in my hand while the meeting was going on. And then the angina came on. And so I thought I was being clever. And when the pain came on, I just had the spray in my hand. I just put it up and made that, that I was coughing. And, and then I'd give a squirt at the same time. But the doctor noticed it. Mm. Yeah. And you, he you said to me, after the meeting, have you got a problem, Arthur? The doctor, the doctor knew you were using a spray. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I said yes, and I told him. He said, don't let the knife touch you. He said, I'll ring the... Uh, Collation Clinic on Monday and I'll let you know what happens. So he rang me Monday to say, look, I've made an appointment for you on Tuesday and again on Thursday. And then when you get down to Christchurch, the doctor there will give you another treatment. And uh, when you come back to the conference in Rotorua, uh, I'll give you two more. And so that was the start of it. But while we were in the clinic for the first time, the lady behind the counter was talking to another lady who'd had some treatment. And she was telling her, when you get back to Australia, there's a doctor on the Gold Coast, which is way just above it, uh, that will give you the treatment. He's had the training for it. So that gave us the answer for when we got home, we could go and see him. And through this uh, collation and uh, cayenne pepper, I became all right. Uh, it cleaned everything out, apparently. So you Wonderful. see... Uh, but then uh, uh, when we went in for the interview with Swami, he, he confirmed that. that oh, yes, that was, uh, that. that's what I just mentioned. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, you can tell about that. Swami was talking to the cardiologist in there in this the interview. After, in, in your subsequent trip to Puttaparthi? Yes, yes, years after. And uh, he's talking to that doctor about the operations weren't being done properly. It's too hard on the patient. Mm. And was talking about that and the veins in the legs and so forth. Then he turned and looked at me. And he turned back to the cardiologist. He said, I fixed him up seven years ago. <laughs> wow, I fixed him yeah. up. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> no, no, no operation. No operation. No, no. He was the one taking care through so many people. Yes. yes. Wonderful. Yes, I've seen a lot of it too. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All these things. Uh, and he's drawing you along further all the time. Yes. And it comes to the point where... You learn more. Yes. He's taking care of your body. Yes. So that it helps you in your spiritual journey. Yes, right. The body doesn't become an obstacle that's, in your spiritual right. journey. Yes. So tell us how he guided you in your spiritual journey. The interactions that you had with him in the interview room or in the veranda. And you know the lessons that he taught you. 
about leading a spiritual life the way he wants all See, of us to lead because i had this yearning to find the truth and i found that the hardships that i'd gone through and uh, the loss of my brother at the time uh, which knocked me about that you stop uh, asking why me why me yes and you ask questions like what's life all about yes what do i have in life what am i supposed to do why is this suffering why do some people suffer more than others who am i who am i really and then when swami drops little one liners uh, like when i was asking or he asked me rather about the christmas program and i said oh that part of it the others looking after that swami and he looked at me very sweetly and very quietly he said there are no others there, there are, no are no others, others. only statement. god exists what a statement there are no others yeah so gradually that and the fact that we were led to great holy ones or their teachings or both uh, one was to uh, nisargadatta yes nisargadatta from bombay yes you have read his teachings i, had, I sat with him on the way to see swami yes. you've seen him yes that's amazing A great teacher like raman maharshi he always talked about the non dualistic philosophy yes and uh, you know but i found his teachings absolutely beautiful same hmm uh, swami when swami gives a discourse hmm uh he's talking to a mass of people yes and therefore people at different levels of understanding or yes. Yes. consciousness yes and uh, therefore you you look for the pearls correct but the likes of ramana maharshi and nisargadatta every word they spoke was full yes some is come for the entire humanity is come for the masses everyone should rise to raise the level of consciousness of every man so yes so we were fortunate to be with some wonderful holy ones baba ji baba ji yes he gave me a message to give to swami what was the message he said to me arthur when you see sai baba tell him the maha avatar sends his love and he will speak with you and uh, when we're getting ready for christmas and took the plate to swami and always he had to look at it on the veranda but this time he said come inside so I went inside we just stood there and uh and he read through the thing the play and then uh he said yes very happy very happy and he just stood there waiting and so I said to him swami you know my great love for holy ones true holy ones He said, "Yes, I know." Then I said, "I've been with the Barber of Nanital, 
and he said that I should give you a message, Swami. He told me to tell you that the Maha Avatar sent his love and that you would speak with me. And I swear that his eyes glistened like diamonds and he looked into forever. And very quietly he said, Yes, I will speak with you. But it wasn't then. It was 18 months later. And we were in with Swami and uh, he was talking to Poppy. And then he suddenly cut it short and he leaned over to me. He said, I will speak with you. I'll speak within you. I will speak through you. And what can you say? I just said, yes, Swami. What a fantastic statement and then assurance from Swami. But there was one time when I uh, spontaneously went to Swami and I prostrated full length. And when I was getting up, he said to me, why did you stretch out like that? And I said, because I love you. And oh, he said, and I love you. Oh my God. <laughs> so, you know, it was wonderful because uh, for quite a few years, being near him, the tears would just run. The love was so powerful. And one time when he was walking past, and I thought, Swami, please let me be near you without tears. And he went forward about five feet and he turned round and he just looked into my eyes and he just kept looking. And the more he looked, the bigger I smiled. Wow. Yes. So I got my wish. Fulfilled. <laughs> Yeah, wish was fulfilled. Yeah. There is nothing greater than being drawn to the avatar, to the age, to God. Nothing greater than that. And we're very fortunate to be able to go to many countries and talk to them, share with them his teachings and his wondrous love. When was the first time Swami asked you to speak? That was uh, 1989. It was Christmas time? Yes. But he'd been drawing me up to get me ready for doing what we're doing now. And he changed my life for me for a beggar without much education and suddenly find myself being a management consultant mm. and the things that I did in that there's no way in the world that I could do that he said I didn't have the education for, for it mm. I couldn't stand up and talk to two people and the very first job that I had I only had six weeks training and I had to then speak to my previous superiors about the principles of management and control systems. 
until he died. However, because I was designing systems, big systems, it meant that I had to train people to operate those systems. So I had to talk more and more until the point that in 1989 uh, Swami then started on it here. And then every year for quite a number of years I spoke every Christmas. The first time had the three days notice but gradually they got shorter and shorter <laughs> until <laughs> the last two times that I spoke. Yes. And he hadn't said anything about speaking and so I'm just sitting quietly and then Swami looked across at me and he went You had thought you will just sit back and enjoy Christmas. <laughs> yes, yes. And so he beckoned me. Yes. So I went over and I said, yes, Swami. He said, are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> ready and for the what? following time, mm. he didn't even do that. He was just sitting there looking around at everybody. We were waiting for him to stand up and give his discourse. Mm. And he looked across at me. You see, you can't just assume you're going to speak. <laughs> and so I didn't move. Mm. So he looked around for a little while. Then he looked at me a bit harder. Mm. So I got up and I went over and I said, Yes, Swami, speak to them. He said, speak to them. <laughs> But then, of course, uh, from there on in, Yes. He's been speaking everywhere else. Well, he's been speaking through you. He told you he'll speak through you. He's in you. So your life, from the time you came to know Swami in 79 yes. till now, how do you see your life? To say much about that would take too much away from it. Because uh, to be with him so many times and uh, For length of time and uh, and you know probably one of the uh, people ask me sometimes what, what what's your best time with yes. Swami and I, I usually say all the time there But is no one particular best moment with Swami well the one that I mentioned before six days in a row and, and in the first three of those days I was just alone with Swami and then one man each of the next two and then he said soon I'll speak with you and your wife I said yes Swami so it was the next day and that was beautiful but it suited me best with my search was that he called me inside one student mm. we went and sat with him And uh, he spoke a couple of words to us, and then he was sort of leaning in his chair, and his eyes closed, and his face muscles dropped, and he was gone. And so we sat there and waited for him to come back. He was gone? He, he, left, he left, left his body. Trance. Or he was doing something, work. That was backwards and forwards. He'd come back and say a couple of words, then be gone again. So one doesn't know what was going on at that time. But all I know was when I was going back to my room and a lady said, how'd the interview go? I couldn't talk. 
through the teeth, I said, later, because I'd have come quite undone. Uh, it was such a wonderful experience. Did Baba reveal to you about where he had gone uh, in the trance? No, you see, and I don't never ask Swami questions, really. Mm. Uh, only once that I said to him, Swami, do you have any advice for me? Yes. And he said, advice? What advice? You don't need advice. So, and I take that now to the fact that he was running things, not me. Yes. And that everything is done by God itself. We can't puff up and claim how well we've done in our studies or, or, or anything else. Because everything is done by God. Totally. When did he ask you to start uh, looking after the Christmas celebrations in Prashantinale? Well, Swami just came to me and he, all he said was Christmas. And I said, Swami, do you want me to do Christmas? He said, yes. And walked off. <laughs> Which year was this? Oh, goodness, that must have been 94, 93, 94, something like that. Okay. Yeah, where the world is concerned, see, I don't hold, I don't record at all. I don't try and remember it all. Mm. Early 90s, early 90s. Early 90s. For more than 10 years, you were looking after the Christmas celebrations every year. Yes, about that, yes. And uh, you have some good memories of interactions with Swami during Christmas celebrations? How he used to guide you? How you used to take interest in the celebrations? Uh, some of them were quite sudden. As Swami was walking past and I said, what time should we start, Swami? He didn't stop walking, but he just looked back. He said, you're speaking this evening. <laughs> 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 so, you know, mm. but, you know, this is nothing odd because all the students, they all have to be ready. All the time. Yes. So, I never wanted notes. Notes take too much away from you. You speak from the heart. Yes, yes. And uh, and I wouldn't think about it until uh, Poppy had left for, for Darshan mm. on Christmas Day. And then I would just think about where will I start. Mm. And then let it go from there. Yes. But you just, uh, your effort must be there as well, you see. Yes. So were there times when Swami asked a particular Christmas to be celebrated in a particular way? No, but there were traps. Traps? Yes. <laughs> there were traps. As one time a lady came to me and said, Swami told me to uh, get my play ready. And I said, to her, well, Swami hasn't mentioned Christmas to us yet. So we can't do anything. We haven't got the committee together yet. So uh, she went away and then she came back the next day saying, Swami came to me on the lines and said, have you started your play yet? She said, no, not yet, Swami. So uh, she came again. I told her the same thing. But the following day, 
she came back again and said, as Swami asked my son on the lines, has your mother started to play yet? So what was coming up was a big trap. Mm. And uh, so I said to the committee when I got them together, I said, look, this is what's been happening, but it is a trap. Our job is to select a play that we think is right for here, right for the stage and everything else, you know. And uh, I told her about the other lady, you see, about this lady. And I said, this happens to be a trap. Our job is to select the best play, what we think is the best play, and take it to Swami then for his blessings. But I said, if we take this lady's word and we don't do our job, our responsibility, then I said, we're in trouble. Yes. So anyway, it, it wasn't her play that we come up with. And I took it up to Swami. He had a look at it. He said, yes, very happy. And he walked straight over to the lines where that lady was and said, are you getting your play ready? And she said, Swami, you didn't select our play. You're an actress. <laughs> so, it was, shall I say, stirring the pot. When I say this, uh, we had our money embezzled one time and uh, we came to Swami mm. and we said to him, Swami, you know what's happened with our money, but we're not worried about that. But we have another unit, Could we, should we sell that? And he said, no, don't sell it. Another chance of a trap. Because uh, we had some money and we'd paid for our flights to England, to Russia and to America. But we had no money left. And I said, Swami said to go. So we just hope somebody will feed us. <laughs> mm. But three weeks before, the Fidelity Fund paid us some money back. Mm. You see, it was an opportunity for us to panic and sell the place. But we didn't do that. So you see, you, you have to see and think about things. Even to when you ask Swami, should you do something? If you say, can I do this Swami? Swami would say yes. And uh, when he complains later that something's wrong and says, you told me it was all right, Swami, he'd say, no. You asked me, could you? And I said, yes, you can. But you yes. didn't ask me what you should do. Yes. So I always used to ask Swami, I've been asked to do such and such. Should I or should I not do that? And if he says, yes, it's okay. Yes. Then, you, then you're all right. With years and experience, you learn to interact with Swami. Every moment being here. Yes. Every moment being here. And, uh, and this time, uh, in particular with the changes, you can fit in with it beautifully because everything goes to clockwork. Yes. And quietly. Mm. And after all, he hasn't gone anywhere. Yes. You had so many devotees from more than 40 countries. Yes. Mm. Yes, who had come. 
and yeah. and the decorations were marvelous. Oh, they were mm. beautiful this year. Amazing decorations by Croatia. devotees oh. from Croatia and South Europe, uh, European countries. Well, it was the old Yugoslavian countries. Yeah. Yugoslavia's sort of been split up into about six countries now. These Balkan states. Yeah. Yes. They work together, which is so nice. They're beautiful people. And all these people, I mean, they worked as a family. They are bound by the bond of Sai Love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful. So Christmas uh, this year was the same for many people. I mean, it was different, but at the same time, the feeling of love was the same. Oh, different. Yes, yes. Nice. It's wonderful. Mm. And you find that wherever you go, in California, in uh, New Mexico, wherever, all these things are really a lead up to finding the truth. Yes. And God is leading you all the way. Yes. And once you start asking in earnestness what's it all about, uh, God takes you by the hand. Just as he has taken your hand. Yes. Yes, he has. And there's nothing greater. If you just think, as we were told, uh, in early years that you're not worthy of God, you're a miserable sinner, mm. God's up there in cloud nine waiting to hit you with a stick if you do anything wrong. Mm. And it's, it's all nonsense. Yes. It's all nonsense because you have a loving God, not a punishing God. God cannot be anything but love. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And we need to know that. Yes. And we need to Know it so that you can speak with it, about it with confidence, yes. with sincerity, with conviction. Yes. That is the central message of Swami. God is love. Live in love. That sums up uh, everything that Swami everything. has taught us for all these years. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. But when you search, you know, you don't have to rush at it. Yes. You don't have to... Ignore everything else. You yes. have a role to play in life. Yes. The body must do that. But you can do something different. You can ask questions. Yes. And for us, you know, I always used to read the poppy of the night uh, before bed and go to that on our minds as we're going to yes. sleep. Mm. And uh, it, it all fell into place. And you know, I had experiences in the caves up in the Himalayas and that I asked Swami about because I thought I might have been going a bit mad. Oh, so when did this happen? Experiences in the <coughs> caves in Himalayas, much before you came to Swami? No, no, after. After? It was in the early 90s, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. and we so were early in early 90s the you went to the Himalayas, mm. to the caves, mm. to meditate or meet holy men? We yeah. went to see, we'd heard, why did we go up to, it was Patel Bhuvaneshwara. Well, oh, Patal Bhuvaneshwara. Yeah. Patal Bhuvaneshwara. But a funny thing, James Redmond uh, came down and he wanted uh, permission to film the uh, Christmas program. And we fixed that up and he was telling us about this cave mm -hmm. up there and what he'd seen in it and so forth and so on. I said to Poppy, you know, we should go there. But this chap came and asked me again, why don't you come up and see us? 
and James Redman had given the address of the chap who would take us there mm -hmm. and uh, this all came out and, uh, and we did all that but we went into the cave eventually and uh, they were going to do a puja. To go into the cave I just thought about walking inside to a cave and looking around but it wasn't like that. There was a little opening and you went in and then going down you'd go down backwards because it was pretty close down mm -hmm. the ceiling ceiling and uh, when we got to the bottom oh, it must be about f perhaps 40 feet or something when we got to the bottom they showed us sheshnag Seshnag. the seven heads yes. on the ceiling Seven heads, yeah. Seven serpent heads, yes. Yes. And on the floor was the backbone. Okay. Going through the cave. Mm. So there were several things. Uh, Ganesh was there, but you wouldn't really recognize it because there was no head. Mm. But there was dripping mm. onto the head, mm. which they say is keeping the body alive at the leg of the head for it. And so we saw different things, but there was a tree mm. in there with fruit on it, but everything is black rock. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. and not man-made, mm. according. Mm. So we saw these things when we, uh, there was a square little cave there, and you go through it, it was the doorway to Moksha. Oh. Yeah, so I just tell people I ran through it ten times <laughs> but, uh, mm. but, but there were things there and there was a, a tunnel going up in the rock and with a strong torch you can see what they say is an old sage still doing tapas so those things were right then they had the puja mm. and there was a, a lingam there mm. And uh, there were a few of them there, but there's this main one, and uh, the top was curved out of it, and there were three small lingams in there, and the drops were coming from the ceiling onto those lingams. Mm. Oh, I forgot the wall. With when you put your hand against it, it was hairy. 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 Yes. Mm. And. Uh, and the water was coming from the head of a, a Shiva hmm. coming down and then going down to deeper levels. It was Shiva, the back of Shiva's head and the water coming down was supposed to be the Ganges water. Coming. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. And so and we come to the what it's all about shortly. Hmm. And then we had this puja. Well, when they started, uh, the chap conducting it was pretty loud but suddenly as if a veil came up and I was separated from the others and I'm starting to chant in a language I didn't know and I thought what's, what's going wrong am I going funny and I was a bit worried about it and I fought it to stop it which I did eventually and then the veil was gone but then at the end of the puja, or near the end of the puja, when we just sit in silence, there came golden Ganesh, you know, giving blessing, 
but in still. You had this vision. Mm. Yes, yes. And then uh, it was of Lord Shiva. And then that faded and then Nataraj came. And, you know, I, I was a bit worried about going off the top, you know. Mm. But when I got down to uh, Whitefield, uh, Michael Goldstein said to me, Arthur, Swami was looking for you. Oh. Uh, you should have been in there. You used to go with the students, you see. Mm. So I went in the next day. Swami was talking to the students, and he looked up lion. And so I went over to him and I said, Yes, Swami. He said, Tell them about some of your experiences. So here was my opportunity. Mm. And I said, Swami, should I tell them about the cave? He said, Yes, tell them. I said, Swami, what I had there, was that real or was it uh, monkey mind? He said it was real. He confirmed it. it yes. And he said, should, I said to him, should I tell them that, Swami? Yes, he said, tell them everything, which I did. It was a big relief to me to, uh, that Swami said all that. And, uh, so it was, he was but, the one, he was but, giving you those visions. <laughs> <laughs> but later, uh, a professor from the Kerala University uh, translated a part of the... Then we read about everything we'd seen in there. It had been read, written long, long ago. Oh, it was in the Puranas. Yes. Uh, and that's when we realised how what a sacred place it was. Sacred places. This is all in uh, Patal Bhuneshwar. Mm. All these things lead you a little further, a little further, a little yes. further. Yes. Until then you know. Mm. And that's that, when uh, we first met Babaji too, wasn't it? Yes, he came, uh, ran like a, a, a stone... Uh, tack. Yeah, tack into my foot. Mm. And by the time we got down to Nanital, it was boom, 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 you know. Became infected. Became infected and swollen. Was yeah, and uh, I was having trouble walking with it. And so the publican there, who was a devotee of Babaji, he rang him and said, uh, listen, they're coming up to see you, but they can't get there because of the foot, you know. Mm. And uh, he said, I'll come and see them, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. And at 10 o'clock they put us into a bigger room, and at 10 o'clock he arrived, and with a flourish, and looking a little older in the face, but his skin was just like a youth. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so he came and he put his hand round the foot, and he said, this will give you no more trouble. As a matter of fact, it's a blessing from God, like through the something coming out through the extremities. Mm. Some karmas. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, and then uh, he talked to us about something and he sent me out of the body a couple of times. Sent you out of the body? Mm. Yes, he touched me and, and he turned to Poppy and said, he's gone. <laughs> 
How did it feel when you went out of your body? There was no thought, absolutely no thought. There was nothing except seeing. And then later there came hearing, and he was calling, Arthur, come back, come back, Arthur. And I wasn't thinking about coming back or staying or anything. But next minute, I come back into the body. Mm. And he, uh, he said, what did you see? And I said, I had to think about what I'd seen. And I said to him, there were beautiful colored jewels floating by. Mm-hmm. And he said, they were the seven colored rays. I'd read about these before, but that wasn't what I was after, you see. Mm. I was looking for truth. So then uh, he did it again. That's gone. Mm. And the uh, same thing. It uh, brought me back the same way. And then he said to me, what did you see this time? And I said, it was as if all the veils of ignorance was parting and I'd see everything. But his voice came, Arthur, come back. <laughs> so I missed it. Hmm. But uh, that doesn't matter now. So you've had wonderful experiences yes. meeting not only Swami, by His blessings meeting Definitely. so many holy men. Could I and be His blessings? Yes. Fantastic. There was one other holy man I must mention because he played a role of a beggar for quite a number of years until they found out he was no beggar at all. He was a sage. Mm-hmm. And that was Yogi Ram Surat Kumar mm. from Arunachala. Arunachala. And we sat with him on numerous occasions and he was so loving but he would not accept that he could do anything one of the things he did, suddenly he jumped up and he had two men with him. He said, come. And they ran over to a lake or something that was there. And there were a few people there. And they'd been trying to get a chap out of the water for about two hours. And they couldn't. He'd gone into the water and his foot had slipped into a crevice. And they couldn't get him out. And so he said to one man, you stand there and don't move. And he said, you stand there and don't you move. And he went to the edge and he said to the man, it's all right now, you'll be out in ten minutes. And ten minutes went by and the man's foot slipped out of the rock. <laughs> wow. But he was beautiful, wasn't he? He was so beautiful. So, did you ever expect that you'll be in the studios of Radio Sai? No. And sharing all these experiences? No. <laughs> No, I, people, you know, want me to write things and do things, and I always dodge all that. <laughs> uh, writing something for me, uh, and perhaps people will get something from it, but I always feel that uh, I'd like to speak to an audience yes. and let them... Yes. Feel yes. the reality of it. I've 
using a word that I shouldn't use at all because nothing is reality except that which is permanent. permanent One self. Yes. A God. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you very much for your time. I should not keep you <laughs> holding for long because you have to leave tomorrow early in the morning. Yeah. And it has been a very long day. You had the Christmas mass yes. in the morning and then you had an evening program and then you took this time out to come. This is actually 11.30 in the oh, night. It's 11.30 now, is it? <laughs> I actually, I should apologize for keeping you here for so late. Thank you <laughs> no, so much for coming it's and my, sharing My second name Cinderella. I'm going to turn into a pumpkin soon. <laughs> <laughs> but, you see, I've, I've, I've never, I've, I've talked many times here but I don't go into anything in depth, you know. Mm. But now, because Swami used to speak all that. Yes. And uh, I didn't feel that I should. But the other day I felt, well, we haven't been for a couple of years and I need to say a few things. Mm. People need to think. People need to study. Yes. Uh, search for meaning. Yes. And bring understanding. Yes. And you realize that even that is a stumbling block, but you've got to have it first to see that. Yes. And then you must continue on going to inner standing. Yes. Because now it's all about inner views, yeah. our inner experiences, and inner journey. Yeah. Yes. Swami has trained us uh, on that path all these years, and that is where we should now go yeah. on earnestly. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming to the studio. A pleasure. Sai Ram. Sai Ram. You just heard the second part of the conversation with author and Poppy Hillcott, a very senior and honored Sai couple from Australia. Baba appointed author as the chairman of the first Sai Center in Queensland, Australia, way back in the year 1983. Since then, he has held various important positions in the Sai organization, and from the year 2004, he has been serving as a senior advisor to the Prashanti Council, the body which oversees the activities of the international Sai organization. In this episode of Trist with Divinity, author and Poppy shared how the Lord has been continuously guiding and protecting them even as they were busy doing His work. They also narrated their experiences with many spiritual masters whom they were able to meet, thanks to Baba's grace and guidance. This conversation was recorded in the studios of Radio Sai in the month of December 2011, just a couple of days after Christmas. In conversation with author and Poppy was Radio Sai's Bishoprishti, if you have any suggestions or comments, please feel free to write to us to listener at radiosai.org. Thank you and Sai Ram from Prashant Nilayam. <laughs>